best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% it's time for the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern for the first three segments. We're going to be talking to Cheryl Ochowski-Moore. She's the president and founder of Higher Level Camps, Hall of Fame member going into September. Well, I'm going to have to ask her if that's how I have to start introducing her all the time now. We'll find out about that. At 945, Scott Fisher. He's the director of marketing for, uh, he's the vice president of marketing, excuse me, for Donovan and Jorgensen. We want to have him on to thank him for getting involved with this show because it's, uh, it's so important to have good quality partners community-minded people that uh, that get involved in shows like this that allow me to continue to talk about people like Cheryl and higher-level camps. Hey, Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Hey, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time today, and thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time last evening. I really appreciate that. You got a chance to, to spend some time with, with my two grandsons, and I was right. They're kind of on the quiet side, aren't they? Well, you know, when we first started um, visiting, they were very outgoing, more so than I thought, which was really good for fourth and fifth graders. But I really enjoyed visiting with them and just talking to them about, you know, sports and school and, you know, what they want to do. Yeah, they, you know, it, it's interesting because um, I think Keegan got a little bit like, you know, he's very, um, I, I not possessive, but he's very likes his coaches and stuff on, on where he's at. And I agree 100% with the comment that you made about having kids get on the floor. I think that's really important. And, and, and they've offered him something this summer that lets him get to some practices but not get a chance to play. And I, at that age, I'm not sure about that either. So we um, after we hung up with you, we had a conversation. The conversation wasn't long enough for my daughter, just so you know, Cheryl. Because she's like, no, I want to keep talking about this. I said, I'm tired. Man. I just want to go home. And we started laughing, and I got out of there. Hey, um, how long? You guys have tryouts over at, at Mount Mary University on Sunday, um, beginning at 11 o'clock. Do you know how long those uh, that tryout's going to be? Well, what we do is when well, when we, we start the tryouts, what we do is we do a presentation called The Big Picture, much like we did last night yep. with you and your daughter and your grandson. And we just review our program and we talk about, you know, the big picture, AU, not only in Wisconsin, but across the country. So that takes 20 to 30 minutes. And then we work out with the boys and girls for 30 to 45 minutes and we run them through just certain skills and drills. And then we start meeting with them individually with their parents. So usually we're done within two hours. And that's and awesome. And you have, you, you have um, tryouts at Lighthouse Christian Church. Um, going on, and I believe that's up in Fond du Lac. Then Mount Mary University, which is here in, in, in Wauwatosa, fairly close to where I'm at. I'm at. And then uh, in Eau Claire, the YMCA Indoor Sports Center. Um, all of these tryouts are tomorrow, and uh, it's a big, or yeah, tomorrow. That's a big day for you. Yes, I'll be working in the office, um, hopefully taking more phone calls. And yeah, and it's, 
you know, the way we structure our program is we run tryouts in September and October of every year, and then January, February, and March. And once a team's filled, obviously, we're not going to hold tryouts for that certain team. Um, we have six teams that are already filled at all, you know, at our locations. We usually have 18 to 20 teams in our program, which seems to be the sweet spot for me of managing this program. And, um, yeah, the boys and girls that will be at our tryouts tomorrow have an opportunity to come hear what we're about and hopefully make a team and we can continue to help them develop their skills and take their game to the next level. You, you know, Coach, I've talked to a lot of youth uh, groups uh, here the last, I don't know, four years that we've been doing the youth um, show on 1250 AM, The Fan. And I, I think that your Facebook page, is as good as any with with really kind of given what the heart and and soul and mission of higher level camps is and and i would highly recommend people go to higherlevelcamps.com higherlevelcamps.com and you can get a, a just a great view of exactly who the who they are what their beliefs are you can read some of the testimonials get a chance to, to, to read more about Cheryl and some of the things that she's done. And we're going to talk to her about those throughout the show. Coaching opportunities, photos, testimonials are great. And it just gives you 100%. If you spend 15 minutes on that, that website, you're going to, as a parent or as a player, you're going to know exactly what you're walking into tomorrow if you want to go try out with them. There, there are no surprises here. You know, they, they, they're going to expect a little bit from you, and I think that's good. Their, their whole goal is to make you better. That's what the goal is. Make sure that, you know, you love the sport the way that um, a lot of people do and the way that these coaches do, and they will give you all, all the work that it takes to get to the next level as far as your game itself. And you have to be really proud of this organization, Cheryl. Well, thank you, Mike, for the compliments. But, you know, it's very humbling because we've been doing this 27 years. And, I mean, it's a lot of work to run your own business. I know oh. you understand that. And But, again, we go back to our foundation, and we have a mission, vision, and values. And our mission, our number one goal is that we help players develop their skills and get better. And that's it. And that's what we do. And we stay true to who we are. And, you know, we're very fair about playing time and rotating starters. Could we win more games if we played our top five, six, or seven players? Absolutely, 100%. But that's not what we're about. And at the end of the day, we're going to stay true to who we are, and our goal is to help these boys and girls develop their skills so they're ready for their next school season. But then we take it a step further. You know, if you look at our core values, faith, family, friends, and career, we ultimately want these boys and girls to become young men and women who are going to become productive members of society. And we've been very fortunate to get the boys and girls through the years that have played for higher level camps come back and coach for us. And it's just been awesome to see them do that. And now, since we've been doing this so long, they're married, they're with their, they have children, and their children are coming back to play for us. So that's really a blessing, and it's just been a great ride, and it's a lot of fun being part of this and just continuing to work with, you know, the youth in Wisconsin to continue to give them opportunities to develop their skills and take their game to the next level. You know, Cheryl, I, I'm so happy that I sat in on that, that FaceTime meeting that you had with my daughter and grandkids because I got a really good feel um, for this. And and when you said, and you said it a couple of times, and you just said it now, look, winning games during this time is not our number one goal. And there's a lot of AAU teams that that's, that's their only goal. 
Oh. You know, how many how many tournaments can we win? How many trophies can we take home? How you know, how 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 high up can we be ranked and and all of that? And you said to my grandsons a number of times, look, it's not for us. It's not about winning games. It's about getting you better. And you said, Keegan, do you want to play in junior high? Do you want to play in the high school level? Is that what your goal is? Because if that's it, we can help. And and I think hearing that from you rather than from me or his mom and dad is it it just it sinks in a little bit deeper to a kid like that. Well, you know, Mike, that's interesting because I've always said it takes a village to raise our kids. And you know, my children are now twenty. Michael's going to be twenty three. Wadia's twenty seven. And I mean, they're gone on their own basically. And you know what we did with our kids growing up, we tried to get as many adult role models around them as possible, get them involved in activities and give them opportunities. And they're not always going to listen to mom and dad and grandpa and grandma, right? So it's those other adult role models that we want in our children's lives to just give them guidance and direction, you know? And our kids today are facing, you know, just so many different things with what's going on in our society. And again, just being part of organizations that can help them not only develop their skills, but build their character and teach them work ethic and responsibility and accountability. And, you know, we talk to the kids in our program about doing good in school and doing your chores at home and being responsible. And again, it's becoming a productive member of society in the long and short of it. And that's what we want for our youth. I mean, listen to what she just said. And and again, if you're a parent um, that is thinking, hey, I'd like to have my son or daughter be a better basketball player. They love the game. I don't know what camps to get them to. I don't know what the, I don't know who's, you know, going to be just trying to win games and who's going to try to get them better. Listen to what Cheryl just talked about. She talked to my grandsons last night and said, do you, do you do your chores? How do you do in school? And I know for a fact that my grand, my, my grandsons were looking at me going, I thought we were here to talk basketball. Yeah, and then, but that's not, that's not what this is. You know what they, they, they try to do the whole thing. And, and I really commend Cheryl, her staff, and everybody that's involved in, in higher level camps because I think that's the most important thing. And I know as, I, as a, I guess an ex or former retired high school basketball coach, I can pick out the kids. I can pick them out on, on people who have had that discussion with these kids as they're growing up, not only their parents, but then some of their coaches. Look, how is your schoolwork doing? Are you being a nice kid? Are you taking care of your business at home? Are you making your bed? Are you doing this stuff? I can tell you. I can pick them out. That the, the People ask that kid. The village she just talked about, that kid had the village around him, and this kid did not. So he needs a little bit more work from me. Um, hey, before we get to a break, can we talk a little bit about, I, I'd love to talk more about you playing at Milwaukee Hamilton and being the first freshman to ever make varsity when they changed that rule. But I want, I, I, I've always been very interested in this. Your decision, um, college-wise, to head to Arkansas, can we talk a little bit about, was that a difficult decision for you? Was it an easy decision for you? And, and did you enjoy the recruiting process? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you really did your homework. First freshman to make varsity basketball back in 1976. That's good, Mike. Very Thank good. you very much. That's uh, why I'm big. Yeah, that's why right. they call me big time Mike McGivern right there. I'm just kidding, of course. That's good. Um, you know, um, in reference, the recruiting process back in the 70s was obviously different than it is now because you don't have the social media and, you know, the 
cell phones and the text messaging and, you know, Instagram and Twitter and all that. So what the athletic director, uh, Mr. Jan Kiewitz at the time, and then my high school coach, Coach Sally Miller and Coach Jim Jones, was they did was they just walked me through the process and they gave me a booklet of all the colleges listed in the United States of America. And I picked out a hundred of them and they wrote letters for me and I wrote a cover letter, included my profile, you know, and we mailed them out and that started the process. And then, you know, remember the old tapes for games when they sure. were games, you know, we would have to send those. Are they eight wheels? I think they were called or that. I can't remember exactly, eight but they would have to send those. Yeah, eight eight mm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And they would have to send those in the mail to the college coaches to view a video of me, and then they would decide if they'd want to come watch me play or not. Okay, so yeah, so I remember um, Arkansas got a whole. Obviously, I sent a letter to Arkansas, and really, what I did, I was not a fan of winter, so I focused more going south where the weather was warm. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> I was just not a fan of winter. And so that process started, and come my senior year, Arkansas was, it was Arkansas, it was Colorado, and then Valdosta State, those three. And at the time, Wisconsin didn't offer me a scholarship. They wanted me to walk on, which was fine. She, the coach at the time, chose to recruit out east because that's where she was from. And I didn't want to stay in Wisconsin, though. I wanted to go out of state, and I wanted to go south where the temps were warmer and there was less snow and less winter. And, and that's how it happened. And so they offered me actually a scholarship over the phone when they saw my video. And I didn't even have to go down for an official visit. Wow. And I accepted. And they sent the letter of intent through the mail, signed it, sent it back. And I went I went in June of 1980 um, after I graduated from high school to go down there, meet the coaches, meet the players, and sign up for classes and, you know, do whatever you need to do to go back there in, you know, the fall of 1980. Incredible. And, you know, she then played professionally and it, it really is um, a, a story that it, it's exciting to talk about. Uh, and, I've, and I talk on my high school sh- uh, store, um, show a lot about um, girls basketball, not nearly as much as I do about boys basketball. But it's, it's interesting because I think girls have so many more opportunities now and boys do as well. Than, than they did when, you know, I was sitting on Bartlett Avenue playground trying to find guys to, to get in a game, and we would just do a lot of pickup stuff. I don't know if kids do that much anymore, but they sure have a lot of opportunities to get better in the game of basketball, and we're going to continue for the next two segments to talk about higher-level camps. Higherlevelcamps.com. Take a look at that website. They have tryouts coming up tomorrow. If you're in this area, um, tryouts at uh, Montmere University, are, are, are kids able to just show up or do they need a uh, registration form? Do they need, what do they need before they get there tomorrow? Oh, that's a great question, Mike. Thanks. Uh, what we're doing is they'll contact our office at 920-929-9008 or they can email us at info at higherlevelcamps.com and then we'll send them information and they can download a registration form and obviously the whole COVID-19 is still in the place, so they got to fill out a form for that. And then we want them to fill that out before they come to tryouts, and then they can come to tryouts. But we would like to get them on the list so we can prepare accordingly to how many players are going to be there so we have the appropriate staff there. So, again, they can call our office or email us at 920-929-9008, 
or email us at info at higherlevelcamps.com and we'll get them registered. And all of that information, again, higherlevelcamps.com. Higherlevelcamps.com, the phone number's there. The, um, there. There is an email address. There's a contact you know, name, email, and any questions that you have. But again, they have tryouts coming up tomorrow in our area. Is going to be over at, uh, at Mount Mary University. In uh, if you happen to be or have family members up near Eau Claire, they've they've got something going on at the Eau Claire Indoor Sports Center. And if you are in the uh, Fond du Lac area, going to be at Lighthouse Christian Church, and that one begins at three o'clock. Again, higherlevelcamps.com. We'll continue our conversation with Cheryl and certainly congratulate her for going in the Hall of Fame in September. And I know she's excited about it. She said, I don't want to talk much about that. I want to talk about a higher level cancel too bad. This is my show, and I'm talking about that with her. On the other side of the break, this is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, heating and cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to the welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and we're talking with Cheryl Ochowski Moore, president and founder of Higher Level Camps. And Cheryl, I don't know if you just heard that commercial for Faith in the Zone, but that's another show I'm going to ask you to be a guest on. I would love to. Yes, I heard that. I was going to ask you about that actually. When does that run? Um, Sundays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. or go to faithinthezone.com. Hey, um, yes, before, just yeah, and, and look, I, you were uh, kind enough to um, send me the book that you wrote and, and you know what, it comes out very clearly to me that, that your faith is very important to you. And thank you for, for sending that book in a rhythm. It's the name of the book. And, and if I asked you when you were a sophomore or a junior at Milwaukee Hamilton, if I said, look, you're going to play professional basketball, you're going to run a huge organization called Higher Level Camps, and you're going to be an author, what would you have said to me? Well, no, but let me correct <laughs> that. I'm not the author, actually. Carl, Carla Jensen, she was the one that approached me about doing a book on HLC. And I just kind of said, are you sure you want to do this? And she put out another book um, about a World War II to sniper um and called nobody's hero and uh-huh. i just happened to have a meeting with her the same day that came out and then one thing led to another and she just really wanted to do a book on hlc and our history and my upbringing which i'm forever grateful for uh, well, but yeah, a- being a, yeah being a junior in high school sophomore in high school if someone would have came up and said that to me i would have said no way but i do remember my senior year in high school coach selling miller she just said to me, she says, I can see you coaching one day. That's all she said. She didn't go into details. And I kind of hung on to that. And, um, you know, I think I go back to, to we got to give our youth a vision of their future. And everybody is gifted and talented in certain areas, and we just need to give them that guidance and direction. And obviously here we are 40 years later, and look what I'm doing. And it was just – and. I also coached at the Milwaukee Bucks basketball camps in high school in the late 70s. And Junior Bridgman would run those camps in the summertime. Sure. Yep. And believe it or not, I had Terry Porter as a player at those camps. <laughs> and I coached him, you know, and he went on to Stevens Point, then went on to play in the NBA. For so, a long time. 
<laughs> a long time ago. But, yeah, forever grateful for the vision that I had. And I want to go back to my family, too. A shout-out to my aunt and uncle, Jim and Helen Hero. They're listening today. Um, my parents just did a phenomenal job just having us, keeping us grounded, keeping us on track. You know, just because I had success in athletics, I still cut the grass, cleaned the house, did dishes, cleaned the toilets, you know, shoveled snow. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, you know, my parents were just very grounded in that and said, you know, if you want something, you got to work hard at it. And, um, yeah, so I'm forever grateful for the upbringing that I had. And I had my grandmas and grandpas in my lives and my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And believe it or not, the cousins, that I'm still in touch with them today. My brothers and I are. And we still do stuff with them on both sides, Jason and Jenny Hero down in the Milwaukee area. And then Mike or Chelsea lives up in Manitowoc and Bill or Chelsea lives in Waukesha. And my brothers, Jay and Steve, we're still, we go to Brewers games, get together, watch Packer games, you know. So it's just very healthy and can't express enough how thankful I am for that upbringing and what they gave me. Well, and, and, and you're with Carla Jensen. I thank her for writing this. And, and the name of the book, again, In a Rhythm, the inside story follows um, Cheryl's background and her childhood, uh, school playgrounds of Milwaukee. And the, the book offers um, just some really interesting aspects of her journey through high school and then the Lady Razorbacks at Arkansas and her experience as a draft choice for the Columbus uh, Minx. And, and so think about the level that she has played in. And now she's decided, and she decided a while ago, to give back this knowledge and this passion and you know just this pure love of this game to to help kids and not just to to win basketball games and I cannot stress that enough because it was so important to me and it was so obvious to me as I sat through this this um, a meeting that she had with my daughter Katie and my two grandsons last night because she said this this is what we do and we run this the way I want this program run and I find coaches that are going to run it the way that I think it should be done and we've had a ton of success with doing it this way. Um, Cheryl, are you surprised that you cannot swing a dead cat right now without finding a new AAU program that's opened up or a new a guy that says, I'm going to I'm going to run this and we're going to do it this way. It, it seems to me that it used to be that only the highest level kids could could play in some of these AAU programs. And now there's a lot of programs for parents to kind of weed through to figure out exactly if what they're looking for is for their kids to to be in Vegas one weekend and to be in you know North Carolina the next weekend there are programs for that but then there are also programs that say look we're going to break it down to what we believe which is we're going to get you to be a better shooter a better ball handler and a better basketball player and also a better kid like your program but there's so many to choose from now yes and that's sometimes makes it difficult on parents and you know we've been doing this for 27 years and I call them like the mom pop programs where maybe you'll get a dad or an uncle or whatever that they want to do a program for their son or daughter and they'll see them through high school which is fine there's nothing wrong with that I think the frustration comes in is when it's about the winning and you have 10 12 sometimes 15 kids on a roster these programs do and then they play their top five, six, or seven kids, and the others sit. And what's that doing for the kids? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody has their own philosophy. And what I've really made an effort to do, I'm vice president of AU in the state of Wisconsin. 
is really have a relationship with these other program directors and we get along and we talk and we try to work together. And I think that's very important for the boys and girls in this arena and parents as well to see that we try to do that. And, you know, you're going to, you know, let's be honest, Mike, there are coaches that winning is more important to them and that's fine if that's what they want to do. Hey, we live in America, right? We're free to go where we want to go, be with who we want to be with, and do what we want to do. But, again, it goes back to core values and what's HLC's core values. Our number one goal is to help players get better. We send a newsletter out every week. You know, if you want to, you know, get that newsletter, please contact us. We send it through email, and we do alumni spotlight for former players. And Carson Bibber from Cedarburg, we highlighted him yesterday. And he got caught from his seventh-grade rec basketball team. Okay, so him and his parents made a decision. This is rec. It's not even travel. Him and his parents made a decision to get him involved in AU. They found us, and he played with us the next four or five years. And he blossomed into an awesome high school athlete, not only in basketball, but in football. And, you know, it's a phenomenal story. Didn't go on to play college sports, but he got into UW-Madison now. He's there as a student double majoring, and those are the success stories. And he is going to go on to be a very successful at whatever he does because, you know, what our program did for him, and we built his confidence, and it allowed him to excel in sports in high school, not only basketball but football. And the coaches at the time were absolutely amazed how much he improved after he got cut from his rec team, came and played for us after his seventh-grade year, and how much better he was going into his eighth grade year. Yeah, Cheryl, I, I, you have to give that young man and his parents credit because there are a lot of kids that if they get cut from their seventh grade rec team, they go, okay, this isn't for me. Forget it. I'm, I'm done. I'll Let me try skiing or let me try baseball a little bit better. Let me try soccer. The fact that this kid said nope and the parents said nope, we, we think that if you love this sport, we'll find a place to get you better and you'll make the team next year and we'll get you going. I, I, I commend them for that because you see a lot of families or kids that say, okay, I'm forget it. I'm not never doing this again because they get a little discouraged by that. Yes, and I don't, you know, Mike, I kind of have a different philosophy when you're dealing with fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade boys and girls. I don't think kids should get caught. You know, I think if they have 16 kids, make two teams of eight, you know, because I'm a firm believer your best players that are in fifth and sixth grade maybe your average players in high school and vice versa. And, you know, you never know. This is what I say. You never know when the light's going to go on. And what I mean by that, when a young boy or girl becomes a young man or woman in high school and all of a sudden everything just clicks. And I've watched boys and girls come through our program. We have a, we have a lot of Carson Bibbers where they were average at fast. And, you know, when they get to high school, they grow up, they mature mentally, physically, their skill set emotionally and it just all kind of comes together and but it's being in a system and that system that we have in place allows them to develop and continue to just get better each year and but it is a commitment and we expect that from our families and the boys and girls that are a part of our program hey Cheryl, let's get to a break and and i promise that i'm going to start uh, the next segment i'm just going to ask you how you felt when you got that call about going into the the Wisconsin uh, Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame in September. And we'll we'll continue for one more segment to talk about higher-level camps. If you're looking um, for somewhere for your son or daughter to get better in the game of basketball this summer, 
highly recommend. It's higher-level-camps, one word, higher-level-camps.com, and take a look at their mission statement and what their vision and values are. And if it matches up with what you think that your son or daughter should be around, then then get in contact with them. And again, there's a, a, a number of ways on the website to do that. One, you can call 920-929-9008 or info at higher level camps, but go to the website because it has everything you need and make sure you have 10, 15, 20, maybe 25 minutes put aside because once you get on it, you're going to be really interested in all the different things that higher level camps believes in and what their thought process is to get your son or daughter to be a better basketball player. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, Heating and Cooling, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, Heating and Cooling, on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking higher-level camps. President and founder of them is Cheryl Moore. She is uh, just an incredible wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. Um, Cheryl, when you got the call uh, going into the Hall of Fame in September, um, can you talk a little bit about that that feeling that you got um, once that call came and, and you kind of like thought, holy cow, this is good news? Oh, yes. Um, actually, yeah, it happened, I don't know, maybe two months ago. And I was driving around Fond du Lac running errands for HLC, and Coach Jones called me and said, hey, Cheryl, I got great news for you. Guess what? And, you know, it's just this elation. Um, it's like, wow, this is really happening. Because I connected with them last year because you had to send information in for it, and I honestly didn't know what was going to happen. But Coach Jones's goal was to get myself and Coach Miller inducted at the same time because of the success we had back in the late 70s. And, yeah, just very thankful, very elated. Um, yeah, it's kind of like you've arrived and all the hard work you've put in and has paid off now. And, um, yeah, just very thankful and looking forward to the banquet. You're going to be there. You know, Travis Beaner is going to be there, who's inducted. He actually grew up in Fond du Lac. I knew him when he was a gym rat running around the YMCA when he was younger. And Devin Harris from Wisconsin. So exciting times. Very exciting. And, and, you know, Coach Jones is just one of the really good men. You know, he, what a good guy he is. And, and love that I think guy, it, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Is is He has so much love and passion for the game. And, you know, I, I don't know, and maybe you have, but I've never seen him in a bad mood. I would agree with that 100%. He's, I think he's listening to today. A shout out to Coach Jones. Yeah, man, you bet. I told him I was going to be on. And, uh, yeah, just genuine you know, love teaching and coaching and, you know, we just have a history together and it's just so awesome to reconnect with everybody. And he's always smiling, always in a good mood. Smile lights up the room. He is a really good man. And I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, that's for sure. Hey, on, on my high school show coming up uh, at 10 o'clock, sure. We're going to talk to, 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 to uh, men and women who won state championships in the state. And we're going to talk to them about that time. And, and the reason I'm doing a show like that is I've had guys and I've won a number of state championships as a coach. I've had guys throughout the years that that was the pinnacle for them. That was it. And what we're going to do is spend two hours talking to guys that said, yeah, that was really good, but that was just one step in my journey. 
I utilize that step to then to do this and do this. And, and it's not the pinnacle. It's just one memory of a lot of memories this game of basketball has given to me. And I think it's important for, for kids and parents to understand that utilize basketball. I mean, utilize it, have fun, win state championships, do all of that. But then don't stop there. That's the starting point. That's a great point, and I'm going to go back in history here to the late 70s, Mike. They used to have, I, I assume they still have them, the all-conference um, banquets that they would have at the end of the season in the Milwaukee yep. area, and they would bring everybody together. And at the time, I was a junior, I believe, in high school, and I was fortunate enough to be named all-conference, and we went to the banquet downtown Milwaukee, and Coach Meyer from DePaul, remember him? Oh, he Ray Meyer, guest, sure. He was the guest speaker. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, basketball is not the end. You use it as a means to where you want to go in life. And you want to talk about just those few words resonating. And I tell that message to the youth in our program. You know, if it's basketball, whatever activity, sports you're in, other activities, you know, use it as a means. Use it if you're on a journey. It's We have seasons in life that we do participate in different things and it's not the end all and be all and just like you're talking about you're going to be talking to these men and women that won state championships it was a time in their life but it wasn't the end yeah and i'm looking forward to that the the first guest i have on cheryl's a young man named uh jr blount and milwaukee guy played he uh, played for me over at dominican he's now the top assistant at colorado state and people, when people say, look, all those years you coach, who's the best player? And I, I'll ask them, you mean the best all around or the best shooter, best defense? But no, all around. And that's him. You know, in 36 years, this kid, Cheryl, he, he was physically, spiritually, academically, mentally. Um, I've never, ever been around a kid that had a stronger will to win than this kid. And now he's a top assistant at Colorado State. His parents told him one B. You get one. We'll let you screw around in one class. But if you get two Bs, you don't play basketball. Everything else has to be an A. And he, they carried that in grade school, high school, and in college. You got a full ride to Loyola. And they carried that into college. And I had the college coach on. And he said, look, this kid is in that library more than anybody. And he goes, I'm not talking about anybody on my team. I'm talking about anybody on campus because his parents don't play. They said, one, you get one B and the rest have to be A's or we'll take basketball from you. And I just think that they they set this kid up for so much success because they demanded a lot from him. Well, and I think sometimes, though, Mike, I mean, that's just, boy, what insight there. And, you know, it's parents being involved with their children and holding them accountable. And, you know, I've said it before, it takes a village to raise our kids, but it goes back to the family foundation. And, you know, let's be honest, some boys and girls that are growing up don't have that foundation, which is a tragedy and it's sad. And hopefully other adults that can come into their lives that can come alongside of them and these programs, you know, that are offered, you know, to give them a foundation and help them set goals to work hard. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's all about helping the boys and girls not only in higher level camps, but other programs becoming young men and women who are going to become productive members of society. 100%. I, I can't, I cannot agree with you more. Hey, do you have more girls uh, playing 
uh, for higher level camps, more boys? Is it split pretty much down uh, even? You know, that's that's a great question because we started in 1995 with two girls teams. And then a few years later, the girls that were playing in our program had younger brothers that wanted to play for us. So we started a boys program. Well, fast forward maybe 15 years later, 17 years later, then our boys program was bigger than our girls program. Fast forward another 10 years later, here we are this year, and I think our girls' program is going to be bigger than our boys' program. So, you know, Mike, there's no rhyme or reason or anything to use sports programs. You know, you just go with it. And, you know, I just trust God every day who he's going to bring to our program, and he wants those boys and girls in our program, and we're going to do what we do, and we're going to give them a great experience and help them get better and build their confidence because I believe that's the number one core issue with our youth is they lack self-confidence. And we need to build their self-confidence and help them find their place in this world. Cheryl, thank you so much. Again, there's trouts in this area, Mount Mary University, uh, boys and girls, um, 5th through 11th, based on the 2021 academic year. If you have questions, you can call this this number, 920-929-9008. And if you have any questions about the trouts coming up tomorrow, um, 11 o'clock at Mount Mary. Uh, they have trials in Fond du Lac and Eau Claire as well. But the ones here in this area are going to be over at Mount Mary University again, uh, beginning at 11 o'clock tomorrow. Cost is $25 a family. That's a drive through. You know, yeah, you go through a drive through restaurant, you drive $25. I'm going to talk to Cheryl about raising that price, but she won't do it before tomorrow. I can tell you that. $25. Um, come on in. And they have the format. They're going to present the big picture. And then they're going to work out your sons and daughters. And you know what? This is a tryout to be part of this program. You want to know a little more about it, higherlevelcamps.com. One word, higherlevelcamps.com. Hey, Cheryl, thank you so much. I will, I'm will. i sure I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, you'll be in the office. I'm going to probably... I'm going to probably sneak in over at Mount Murray College for Mount Murray University for a few minutes tomorrow as I have two of my grandsons that are going to be there. And I really appreciate the time you gave them last night and that you gave me today. So thank you for that. Hey, thanks, Mike. I love meeting with families. I love visiting with boys and girls and talking to them about their futures, whether it's being part of HLC or not. It's just continuing to come alongside of them. So thanks for having me on. Very enjoyable. Hey, Cheryl, last question. Can you still hit a jump shot? I picked up the game of golf five years ago. <laughs> That's my new passion. That tells me. <laughs> yeah, that tells me every. That, that tells me you. You know what? You want no part of me when it comes to the game of horse. Don't don't you ever <laughs> challenge this this boy from the east side of Milwaukee. You want no part of that. Mike, I I got to share a quick story. I was down in Milwaukee maybe three months, a couple months ago, and I was meeting with Joe from CBA, and Travis Diener was there. And sure. I knew him when he was a kid, so we connected and talked. And I said, Travis, what are you doing now? Well, I think his wife's expecting their fourth child. Maybe she had it already. And I said, are you going back overseas? What are you doing, you know? And he goes, well, we're expecting. And he goes, I'm not sure yet. And I go, Travis, I said, last summer when nothing was going on in the United States of America except the basketball tournament, right? You hit the game yep. winner to a million dollars. And I said, why aren't you retiring? And he laughed at me and he said, Cheryl? As athletes, we can never get enough competition. It's in our never. blood, <laughs> right? Do you know I? T yes, and so I, I told him. Yeah, my my three the the two grandsons you met yesterday and Beckett, 
um, had a one hour or a 90 minute workout with, with Travis. Uh-huh. And I can tell you that when I saw him, I said, look, I jumped and screamed so far and loud off the couch when you hit that shot. My wife was sleeping and got out of bed and said, what are you doing? I said, Diener hit the game winner. She's like, I'm sleeping. I go, I don't care. I've had nothing to cheer for so long. That was awesome. Cheryl, thank you so much. I really appreciate it again. You bet. Higherlevelcamps.com. Thank you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the Vice President of Marketing for Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, Scott Fisher, is going to join us. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. I want to thank Cheryl. Coach Moore did a great job. President and founder of Higher Level Camps. Exactly what we like to talk about here on the U Sports Show. And our last guest, and I can't thank him enough, the people over at Donovan Jorgensen for saying, look, we'll get involved in that U Sports Show. That's got us written all over it. Scott Fisher, he's the vice president of marketing for Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. You can go to DonovanJorgensen.com for any HVAC um, questions, problems that you're having. This is the company you're going to want to try. If you haven't used them before, um, use them now and tell them thank you for you know, keeping the youth sports show going. Um, Allstate Insurance had a good run with us, and they moved their marketing company out of Chicago to Los Angeles, and it's been very difficult to get a hold of them. And I was in a meeting with, with Scott and Rob over at, at uh, Donovan Jorgensen, and I told them that. And they said, hey, we, we would have some interest because that's got, again, that's community involvement. We are located in West Dallas and New Berlin and McGuanago, and youth sports very big in those communities. Hey, Scott, wanted to have you on just to say thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. We appreciate and uh, are very proud to be a sponsor of the show. Hey, Scott, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what sets Donovan and Jorgensen uh, apart from some of the competitors in this market. And there are a lot of competitors that are in that HVAC um, category, but you guys are employee-owned, and that really does set you apart. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a huge um, separation for us and an advantage um, just from the standpoint that, you know, all of our employees, um, they have a vested interest in the success of Donovan and Jorgensen. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Hey, I, I was over, in fact, I probably see and talk to you more now than I do my wife, which is not a great thing. I'm just telling you. Um, yeah, I was but, thinking the same. <laughs> but I, I got a chance to sit yesterday with, with you and Calvin and with Rob and, and we're, you know, we're talking about this time of year as spring starts to come, nobody's putting their snowblower away yet. But this is a time that people start to think about their 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 cooling systems and and their AC systems and how they were working and is it, it you know we're going to have to turn them on relatively soon is it safe to do this would be a great time to get on your calendar because I know you guys start getting busy for people to come and do a kind of a checkup on your AC unit. Yeah, it would be it's always good to be proactive with you know obviously our our business is very seasonal, weather-driven. So the sooner you can get ahead of the game um, before we get the big rush of people turning the air conditioners on um, in the middle of the summer, 
uh, or when we first get our hot weather, um, it's good to get on the schedule ahead of time. Uh, there's, it does have to be a certain temperature for us to be able to run the units. But, yeah, it's definitely uh, a big advantage for people to be proactive on it. You know, one of my favorite things when I go and meet with these guys is, is in the beginning, they would talk to me like they would talk to somebody else in their, in their office. Like I knew anything about HVAC and they, and I said, boys, you got to dumb this down a little bit for me. Come on, come and bring it down to where I can understand it. And I thought Rob did a great job. Scott just makes fun of me. He says, well, you're never going to understand it anyway. So we'll just move on. (laughs) And, and you know what, the, the relationship that we have built, I think has, has been a lot of fun to work for your company. And I, and I can't thank you enough to, to be able to do some things for a company that I really believe in. And I and enjoy everybody over there that I get a chance to talk to when I come by. You know, it's interesting. We, um, we're going we're gonna to ask some Donovan and Jorgensen employees, what youth groups, what youth um, organizations are your kids involved in? Are your nieces, nephews involved? Your grandkids involved in? And I got a text yesterday from the former basketball coach at, at uh, Waterford High School said, hey, I, I hear you're looking for some people to talk to on the youth sports show. And I found that a little bit odd until I saw Scott. And he goes, hey, uh, we're going to talk to somebody from this Croatian soccer club. And I go, that's where Mickey got it from. So I love the fact that we're going to include some of the employees at Donovan Jorgensen in this show. So thank you for that, Scott. Yeah, no, um, I think as a company, we have a lot of people that work for our company that are have children in the youth sports or no kids in the youth sports and as a company I think we feel it's so important for kids to remain active in that Um, there's a lot of choices for kids now to be on electronics or video games and we got to make sure that our our youth is staying active and being in I think it's great for them to be in competition uh, for the soul 100%. He is Scott Fisher, Vice President of Marketing for Donovan Jorgensen. Not bad for a New Berlin West boy. Not bad at all. (laughs) Scott, thank you very much. Again, DonovanJorgensen.com. One word, DonovanJorgensen.com is where you're going to want to go for any heating, cooling, any HVAC questions that you have. Uh, They can answer and they can help you out. Um, Scott, have a great weekend. Again, thanks for your time. Yes, thank you. Look forward to working with you, Mike. You got it. Uh, Thank you very much. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan.